Hey guys, welcome back to the Fig Tree. Today is the 20th, Saturday, 2022 of August. How are you? Praying your strength in the Lord, praying that you're well-rested, persevering, and that you are seeking Him as number one. That you're seeking Him first and foremost. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and, and, and His righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. The minas, the talents, the divine nature, partaking of the Lord. You have to seek Him first. Uh, anything less than first is simply a violation of his word that makes you an idolater. It is not okay to be an idol worshiper, okay? To cares, riches, and pleasures. And it could be people as well, okay? We're not even, we're not even, it's prohibited, okay? We're not allowed to love persons and places and things, pleasures, or cares more than me. You're always going to find yourself in a mess. You're going to find yourself in trouble. It's to warn others about it. Idolatry. Simply not okay. All right. We want to be careful about this. We don't want to fall into it. If this is you, you can come out of it. All right. Confess your sins before the Lord that he's faithful and just to forgive you and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Even your family members can be idols to you. All right. Uh, the heart will craft anything as its first love. All right. So we are praying today. We're praying Maranatha. I pray that you can join us for that. I bid you to come. Perhaps you're new to praying. Perhaps you're new to fasting and praying. Visit the playlist. We have hours uh, on that where you can join us to renew your mind and set your mind on things above. First and foremost, we are praying Maranatha. That is an exclusive prayer. It is come now, today. Uh, Lord, come now. And it was written of the bride that she would be saying, come, right? Uh, the Spirit and the Bride say, come. The Bride is agreeing with the Holy Spirit. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people, like 99%, that can't do that. They cannot pray Maranatha. It is, it's contaminated. It's polluted with cares, riches, and pleasures. Idolatry, loving family members and things and persons and places. It's simply not okay. All right, so come out of that. If that's you, confess your sins before the Lord. He's right there to forgive you. All right, I do have a vision to share. I do have a vision to share, and I find it interesting that I am going to share this. I'll tell you in a moment why, um, but hang tight for that. Again, we are praying Maranatha today. If you just happen to stumble upon this teaching, we are in an hour of prayer. It's a four-day prayer window. Actually, some of us might go to Monday, actually the 22nd. So um, if you're getting the nudging for that, feel free to join us for that as well. But this is the hour of prayer, just like in the book of Acts. You know, they were found in the upper room. What were they doing? They were praying. And it wasn't 10-second prayers. They were steadfast in prayer and for an hour such as this. Um, so, okay, I pray that you are uh, engaging with us with that, showing that good fidelity to the Lord. Pray hard. All right, that shift, a spiritual shift, is still ongoing. A lot of us can feel that, and honestly, you can see it all right, in the world. Uh, things are boiling, so feel free to join us. Yes, we will leave the comment section opened. It will only be open for prayer support. Okay, uh, if you need prayer accountability, feel free to write in. Okay, uh, this is an hour of prayer, so if you are in need of prayer for maybe yourself, your loved ones, your friends, maybe it's for prayer support. Maybe you find that very difficult. Um, fasting and prayer accountability. Feel free to write in. Uh, we have uh, a prayer team and moderators. We will be praying for you, and we mean that. All right, we we are literally praying for you. So feel free to um, write in if that's you. If you do need that accountability or that support. Okay. If you're a new Christian, maybe you're rededicating your life to the Lord, visit the playlist. We have a playlist just on new Christians or the, those who are rededicating. Uh, start with the first teaching and then work your way down, okay? Uh, and again, we are praying, come now.
The Spirit says, come. That's what the Holy Spirit's saying. The bride says, come. Okay? The Lord talked about how he wished that the fire was already kindled. That was 2,000 years ago when he was walking on earth. He said, how I wish the fire were already kindled. You know, there's an anticipation for this. Okay? The Lord has been waiting. And he's always moving. He would say, my father, my father's always working. I, too, must work. Okay? So forgive my voice. I'm doing my best today, but I do want to get this vision out and be obedient to that because I I received this vision um, actually just yesterday, um, and I received it word for word. I really had to try to write it down, but I'll share it with you. Uh, it was a vision, and as visions go, I will share it with you as well, and you can take that to the Lord. And, and yeah, honestly, if you don't like truth, if you are on this milk material, uh, you're probably going to want to leave now. Um, just to give you a, a heads up on this, many people love the milk. They can't handle the solid food. They don't want it. They want to be tickled. And now's the time to leave, if that's you. All right. Um, I'll even wait. You know, the subscribe, the unsubscribe button is that red button at the top. Okay. No one's forcing you to listen. Um, but if you like truth and if you want the solid food, feel free to stick around. Right. Because uh, I warn, as the Lord shares with me, just a messenger just a missionary, just a servant, as we all are. And servants warn. Missionaries warn. That's what we do. The elders, the pastors, they warn, okay? We warn to stick, to stay with the Lord, to abide in Him, to remain in the Lord, to keep His word, all right? That's what we do. And uh, apparently this needs warning. Again, I warned on this recently, but this time I received a vision on it, okay? So I'll just jump right into that. I know we're fasting and praying, but this was... um, this was quite uh, intense, this vision. I, I usually don't share visions anymore, but this one was uh, definitely urgent. So, um, well, this is me sharing. So let's hop in here. Do not imitate what is evil, okay? But what is good? I, that may be common sense to some, but there are those who will read the Bible and they will literally imitate the evil that they find in the Bible. Oh, Saul did this. Abraham did this. Uh, Samson did this, uh, he slept at a brothel, uh, this person did this, and they, uh, that's darkness, okay, don't imitate that, watch TV and you want to imitate it, don't do that, imitate what is good, the Bible's filled with the good, King David, uh, you can extract good from so many, and we're told to read the word of God, all scriptures God breathed, profitable for teaching, all right, correcting, rebuking, training in righteousness, training, Hebrews 12 talks about training. Revelation 3, chapter 3, taught the Lord himself, talking about training as many as I love. I rebuke. I correct them. Okay? So, we're going to talk about this, and I'll share the vision with you in a second. I, we, I, I warned about this, the gateway. All right, I'm not going to say this out loud, but there's this. There are, there are gateway things that will take you from one version of this to the next, to the next, to the next. <clears throat> uh, that word right there, we all know that that is a drug, okay? Uh, and not only that, but it's a potent one. And I've never received a warning on this, ever. I've never warned on it before because I kind of thought this was obvious. All right? I, re- I warned on this, and I'll just warn on it again. All right? It's pharmakia. All right? Look it up. Pharmakia. Look up the Greek. It is a form of the craft. All right? It's darkness. It is mind alteration. Okay? Please listen. You need to get serious and start putting this away. Put it away. He doesn't want to see it. He does not want to see it. You're being warned. This is me warning. 
And honestly, there, there are those who already have the conviction of the Holy Spirit, and he pulls you out of it. Okay, this is, I thought this was kind of obvious. I, uh, I, I'm honestly a little uh, surprised on this. What's going on here? All right, it's pharmakia. It's this word, all right, nicotine. All right, it's not okay. It's pharmakia. Look it up. Look up what that is. Do your homework. Don't take my word for it. I'll, I'll give you some information on it in a second because there are some Christians bound in this. And, and, I, and I got a vision on this specifically. And I've never had a vision on smoking before, ever. Like, ever. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, there's people that'll put away two, three, four packs a day. These are Christians. All right. If, if that's not spiritual bondage, I don't know what is. They're addicted. It's pharmakia. It's mind alteration. You're addicted. Okay. And, and I, and I want to warm on that, warn on that. It is pharmakia. We're told to stay away from this, okay? Um, I hadn't heard this before in the spirit, but I heard uh, the mind. And I looked it up just briefly. And smokers have a thinner cerebral cortex. Your cerebral cortex. You're going to reap what you sow. All right, we're talking about pharmakia. We're talking about alteration. We're talking about... It influences your mind, okay? And yeah, you could look. Don't take my word for it. Please do your own homework. Research smoking in your cerebral cortex, please. All right? Smokers have a thinner cerebral cortex. All right? Your cortex is a part of the brain that is crucial for thinking, including your memory and learning. How clever of the enemy! All right, to get people dull in their senses. This is why people can't do deep critical thinking. Well, why they have to do commercials that are three minutes long. I mean, commercials aren't good anyways. It's for consumers. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Just keep watching commercials. You're going to want everything. And you're not going to have the cerebral cortex there so that you can do deep critical thinking. All right? This material, all right, it dulls your memory and your learning. Just do your homework. Don't take my word for it. Right? Research smoking in your cerebral cortex. Research, please. Alright, so if you like to learn, some of you might like critical thinking. Some really enjoy having a good memory. You're really going to want to put it away just for that. Not to mention the spiritual baggage that comes behind that, and there is spiritual oppression. If you think that this thing called uh, pharmakia is, is alone, you think that this is just a physical, I have to keep going back to this thing, I can't break from the habit, or I just suddenly forgot, I, I, I wanted to put it away, but I forgot about it. You think that's just you? The enemy does not want you engaging in critical thinking, okay? This is a spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual warfare. Alright, this is very important. The Lord doesn't want to see it among his kids. Look, the world will always be the world. Don't point at them. Alright, that's what the world does. I'm talking to wise virgins. We should be ashamed of ourselves. Look, this is not okay. All right? I can't tell you how many Christians I've met where the Holy Spirit pulls them out of that. I mean, and it's instant. Bam. Gone. Like overnight, gone. Not even a, a like a withdrawal. I mean, just gone. Okay? Please. All right? As a brother, I'm, I'm pleading here because I, uh, I, uh, I wish you could have heard his voice when I, when I, when I, I'll share the vision with you, but please. It's not just the physical either. There is spiritual oppression behind this. How many Christians are engaged in this? How many lukewarm pastors and elders are just, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Just be addicted. It's just going to ruin your mind. You're not going to be able to think right, let alone your immune system. Do you like your lungs? Look, look, look. I'm not just getting on this from a physical perspective because there's spiritual oppression here. It's not just bad for your health. I, I never covered this because I thought this was overwhelmingly obvious. But okay, let's let's move on here.
All right, because this can get into your first love. It's not just that you're addicted. Okay, there are people that can't live without these things. It's pharmacia. It's designed to enslave you and whip you around for the rest of your life, to drag you around. When it says jump, you say how high. There's no victory. Now look, when, when I read my Bible, it says that when Christ, when the Son of Man sets you free, that you're free indeed. All right, this is, it's a terrible habit, number one. It's a poor witness, number two. Number three, it's pharmacia, first and foremost. You're hurting yourself. You're also hurting others. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. look, it, it does damage this. You're going to have to do your homework on this. So don't take my word for it. Five seconds of research and you'll figure out how, help me, Lord. Okay, Let, let's move on here. This is painful even to, to mention. We should know better. Okay, pharmacia, look it up. You're in violation to the word. Okay, it's not okay. Smoking this? I mean, this isn't even for your health. You're smoking it, okay? Come on here. It's not just that you run into a, a burning building and there's smoke. This thing is a D-R-U-G, okay? It is a mind alteration substance. It's not that you're just inhaling smoke. I mean, if you go run into a, uh, a burning building to save someone, fine, that's heroic. But there's not nicotine in the burning building, okay? You're inhaling something that is altering your mind, spiritually oppressing you. All right? Look, the power of the Holy Spirit can break spiritual bondage, but the problem is people are choosing. They're making choices that are bad over and over. And look, you don't need my voice. You've got the power of the Holy Spirit. They're already telling you. All right? I'm just confirming what he's been knocking on the door for a long time. People quench him. They grieve him. They insult him. And then they get around pastors and say everything's fine. Okay, so, okay, you're fine. So you're putting away four packs a day. Not that that's not expensive and you can use your money better. I mean, how many how many families you can support just on that? Look it up. How much people spend on this per year? The good that you can do. Number one, just financially, it's poor stewardship. Number two, don't get me started, please. I can write ten pages on this. All the reasons why you should be turning away. I mean, this is deeply emotional because folks have the Holy Spirit there and they're quenching him. They already have it in their conscience. God, they know. Don't 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 play silly with me. All right, you know whoever I'm talking to. And I, I can't whisper this through because there are folks who are walking with the Lord and you know better. Five years, ten years, quenching him over and over. This endless circle has got to stop, guys. Please. Please. Look, if you need accountability, I get that. You know, you make that decision. You know, you're going to get those to support you. Good. But the enemy, I promise you, he is very interested in keeping your mind dull. And if it means you putting away four packs a day, so be it. You won't be able to think right. It's just... <sighs> all filthiness means all filthiness of the flesh. You're defiling your spirit as well. It's pharmacia. It will cross. It's not just your body. You are contaminating yourself. All right? I thought this was obvious. Apparently, I was wrong. Please. Well, my youth... My... My... Uh, my lukewarm pastor, my grace teacher, uh, my Methodist pastor says, I don't care what they're saying. I only care about what the Holy Spirit is shouting, okay? I told you, I'm with the Lord to the end. I'm with him and his word. And if he says to put away all filthiness, guess what? I'm going to agree with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to walk right over there and stand with him. Okay, the world will always be the world. There will always be a fleet of millions of pastors telling you to be as lukewarm as you possibly can. You know what? Just quench him. Yeah, that way you can have less minas, less talents, and, and not glorify God in your mind, thought, actions, and deeds. After all, that's what life is about. 
and then you find yourself walking the fence, being as, as lukewarm as you can, <sighs> this, is, this isn't good. And I'm sorry if I can't whisper my way through this. Love tells the truth. Love will warn. Love will warn. And it starts with you being offended. It starts with godly sorrow. Godly sorrow will draw you to repentance. You need to be sorry about this, and you need to be convicted, and it needs to draw you to repentance. That leads to salvation. He can do that. If you stop resisting him the whole time, because some of you already know better. You know who you are. Fooling around. Look, stop. Stop it. Love warns. Love warns. All right? Cleanse yourself from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. All right? I didn't make that up. All scripture is God-breathed. It is profitable for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training. There is filthiness that can contaminate your spirit. Just look at sexual immorality, fornication. Some of these sins are against your own person. Perfecting holiness and the fear of God. I'm telling you, put it away. Put it away. As an elder brother, I'm pleading with you, put it away. This is why he wrote, what was it, Romans 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your body. It's a present. Present your body holy, acceptable. It's the perfect will of God. It's so holy, it's so acceptable that God says it's the perfect will of God. I just read to you Romans 12. I'm not making that up. It's not my fault you didn't hear it. It's not my fault you're not reading your Bible to know what the perfect, acceptable will of God is. It's his will. What, what is God's will? I, I don't know what his will is. Okay, why, why don't you start with the will of God? First Thessalonians chapter 4, Romans 12, over and over again, it tells you what his will is. It's quite simple. Present your body acceptable before the Ancient of Days. Okay, he wrote a book. Please know it. Please, let's go with the vision here. This is heavy, because I know the atmosphere that this is going out to. Lukewarm harlotry. Folks who don't care about what he wrote. They don't care about his will. It's all about me, myself, and I, and how, how much fun I can get. If I want to alter, alterate, and warp my mind to pharmacia, that's my problem. I should be able to do what I want. After all, it's my body. You're wrong. It's not your body. It's his temple. You're, you're, you're violating his temple. He made you. Well, I don't want that. Then you're likely not born again. These are folks who don't care. You know, some of you, I get it. You've been wrestling back and forth with, you know, different things, smoking, and you're putting it away, having victory, blocking with a shield, taking some hits. All right, this will be for you too. He doesn't want to see it. Make the right choice, put it away. It'll be easier for you folks than for those who are like, you know what? I don't care what the Lord says. I'm in charge. All right, I'm, I'm calling the shots. Lord, you get behind me. That's the left behind people. The Lord, Lord community, the foolish virgins, the one-talent servants, all right? And that servant who knew his master's will and didn't do it, it says that he'll be beaten with many stripes. There are servants that are going to be bound hand and foot and thrown into outer darkness. Those are people with minas and talents. One, take that mina from him, give it to the other, give it to the others who have ten, all right? Look, if you're struggling with this, okay, get accountability, pray, triple down, fast and pray, do what you need to do, come out, just come out. Some of you have just been waiting for the good push, Alright? Because this is something that he's not okay with. And, okay, so let's share the vision here. I'm just going to be obedient. Okay? Um, I saw the, I saw in a vision uh, a girl, a woman named Susie. Okay? Susie was young. Um, and it felt like she was a mother. Okay? She had people in her house, Susie. She was a young woman. 
and in this vision she had a, a really nice elaborate house it was actually white very pretty and uh, I saw the Lord walk into this young woman's home and I knew that she was waiting for the rapture she was ready to go um, and she was lukewarm right and her name was Susie and it was funny I'm like why Susie anyways the Lord walked right into this young woman's house, and her house was filled with smoke, specifically cigarette smoke. I mean, smoke was everywhere. Smoke was on the wall, and it wasn't just smoke. It was thick, thick, like almost a haze in this woman's house. Um, and it was ash. It was specifically the smoke from cigarettes and ash. Um, very, very interesting. And it was on the walls. There was ash on the floor. I mean, ash was everywhere in the vision, and, I said, uh, and the Lord was walking through it. Uh, to get to her and uh, the Lord looked and there was actually a team of people blowing smoke in her house it was Susie's friends uh, she had friends and uh, they were all blowing smoke and just you know hanging out having a good time uh, and uh, the Lord looked at them you know here he came looking for Susie and she had people in her house and um, the Lord was looking at the team and he, and, uh, he said something to them they were the f clearly de defiling the house staining the walls with smoke ash cigarettes right and um, God had a word he was trying to make his way to Susie and he said what are you doing in my house the Lord asked the team of smokers don't worry don't worry Susie said we can smoke in her house said her friends did she the Lord replied well Susie didn't ask me the Lord said I'm the owner the property manager and the designer of the house you're in violation to my will leave at once they left and they left quickly they actually ran out of the house they caught a wind of that authority and they left Susie comes walking down the steps very cheery very happy hi Jesus what are you doing here I'm surprised to see you she said and uh, Jesus replied I came to see you how are you Oh, I'm great. Thanks for asking. She lights up a cigarette, smokes, takes a few puffs, flops down on the sofa, her sofa covered in cigarette ash in different places. She picks up a TV controller, and she begins to channel surf. She begins to start watching TV. She's smiling. She's laughing. And then her, another friend comes in and flops down on the sofa right next to Susie. And uh, she finally lands at her perfect TV show. And they start laughing. Oh, ha, ha, ha. And, oh, isn't that funny? And they're talking and having a good, good merry time. And, and um, quickly, uh, I noticed in the vision that um, not only were they laughing at these crude sexual jokes of the TV, but they were in merriment. They were actually enjoying themselves. You know, they were smoking. They had a, a few uh, snacks there, some chips, and they were, they were having a good time. And uh, the Lord just sat there and waited patiently as they're laughing um, at crude, inappropriate, carnal, worldly jokes. Okay, It wasn't long before Susie had completely forgotten that Christ had been standing there for about 30 minutes. He just sat there, looking at her. He didn't even blink. Very patient, waiting to talk to her. Just patiently, 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 waiting, waiting. Finally, the Lord speaks. You're not happy to see me, he said, almost with a question. Oh, you're still here? Oh, of course I'm happy to see you, Susie replied. Uh, her eyes fully engaged in the TV, didn't even take a just a didn't even take a look at the Lord. She just said, Oh, you're still here? Not looking, just looking just like this, looking right at the TV, laughing and crunching uh, on her snacks. But Lord, 
Why are you Why are you here? She asked. Everything's fine right now. There's no emergencies, so I don't really need you. You know, she was accustomed to calling on the Lord only in dire emergencies, like when her world was falling apart. <clears throat> the Lord's eyes The Lord's eyes began to wander around the room. He was looking. Uh, as I was seeing the vision, he started looking. I knew I knew what he was doing. He was looking. He was looking. At for evidence of his workmanship. <clears throat> Suddenly his eyes landed on a Bible. And uh, the Bible had a cigarette tray sitting on top of it. <clears throat> he walked over to it and he placed his hand on the Bible and it was cold. Right? The Bible was cold. And uh, as, he, as he touched it, I knew it was cold. It was very cold. And it had been years that Susie had... She had been lukewarm for quite some time. But now it was getting even more dangerous. Not only was she lukewarm, but now she was growing cold, ice cold. That was the temperature. It was like her spiritual reflection. Um, it's very dangerous. For years, the Lord had tried to warn Susie of the lukewarm condition that she had been in, poor choices producing a frigid, cold, spiritual nightmare that she had been in. The Lord knew it had claimed many, and uh, she she had refused to come out of the lukewarm reality, and now she was cold, very cold, indifferent, uh, procrastinating, just completely, as you see as she is now and and um, she had refused to return to her love to her first love forgetting the relationship that she had very uncaring very indifferent and uh, finally the Lord he put the Bible down uh, and it was cold <clears throat> the Lord turned and he walked and he got in front of the TV and he said remember remember where you have fallen Susie remember from where you have fallen I told you before it was like he was picking up on a prior conversation that he had had. I told you before, you cannot serve two masters. This is what he said in the vision. And now you must choose, he said. Ah, oh, but do I have to choose? Susie, she, she responded, do I have to choose now? She's still watching TV. Didn't even take a, a glimpse at the Lord. Fully consumed. She's responding to him now while not even looking away from the TV for a second. Do I have to choose? Kind of like she was just barely paying attention to what he said. I love you, Lord, but I also love the world a lot. And, well, you understand, right? You know that I have to be happy, right? The sorrow of unrequited love was in the master's face. Still patient, still watching, still waiting. He looked at the TV, and then he looked back at Susie again. She, she erupted in another burst of laughter to her show. And he knew the decision was clear. The decision was final. It was the, it was a rejection, the last rejection. It pierced his holy divine heart to the core. And he had respect for her choice, as he could not force her to return to him. He couldn't be forced. The first love is a choice. Come, Susie. Come, follow me. Am I not worthy of loyalty and honor, he said. And I didn't write it down here, but the Lord actually asked her three times. He said, come, follow me. Then he said it again, follow me, has his hand right in front of her. She didn't respond. Then he said, follow me, and the house shook, it was so strong. She didn't hear any of it. She didn't hear. She didn't feel the shaking of the follow me. She did not take his hand. Complete indifference. Not only that, but with a bout of fresh laughter erupted from the TV show that she was listening to. Quietly, the Lord stepped away from Susie. Her choice was clear, stubborn, obstinate choice. The Lord walked toward the door. The master shut the door, and he began knocking outside the door. He knocked three times. Three times he knocked. He knocked. Susie refused to open her heart, even to repentance. 
After all, she didn't need to confess her sins because she was told not to. She's under grace. Why confess your sins before the Lord? That he would be faithful and just to cleanse you, to wash you, to bathe you, to be reconciled to God, to return to your first love. She wouldn't do that. She was told not to. And even if she was told to do it, she wouldn't do it. There was too much pride and arrogance. And um, even with the knocking, even with the follow me, follow me, and then the third follow me with force shook the house. She couldn't hear it. His last call. The Lord does not want to see his bride smoking and addicted to pharmacia. That's the message here with the smoke in the house. And there was more to the vision, but it was very, very clear. It was during the daytime. I was awake for it. I was not sleeping. All right. It was very emotional. I can't relate to you the emotions behind it. All right. There are people bound to this. I'm a milker. You're not even really addicted. You just do it because it's fun. Okay. Yet you have felt the conviction of the Lord for a very long time. Okay. Let godly sorrow permeate your heart to make that good decisions to come out of it. There's a spirit of bondage behind it. It's not just that you're smoking. Okay. There's filthiness of the spirit. You're contaminating. Okay. Pray. Get some accountability. Fast and pray if you need to. But the Lord wants you to come out. Right? Because there's honor. I've been, I've been faithful. I have shared that vision. I don't like sharing visions anymore, to be honest. I just don't, because people t- treat it as a movie. All right? the visions are shared for warnings. The, lo- the Lord is looking for honor, that all should honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. Okay? Jesus answered and said, I do not have a demon, but I honor my Father. There are people that are dishonoring the Lord and their temples. Okay? How can you believe who receive honor from one another and you do not seek the honor that comes from the only God? All right? About honor. If anyone serves me, let him follow me. Susie would not follow the Lord. Three times he said, follow me, follow me. She wouldn't do it. I don't know what her problem was. I'm under grace. I'm a Baptist. I'm an evangelical. I'm once saved, always saved. I'm eternally secure. I don't have to follow. We're in trouble. <laughs> the whole world's in trouble. Okay? Academia is in trouble. The foolish virgins are in trouble. The once saved, always saved people who don't want to follow the Lord, you're all in trouble. The warnings have gone out for a very long time. There's a reason why the world is lukewarm. They're not following the Lord. If anyone serves me, him, my Father, will honor. We're told to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. We, it's, a, it's alive. It's a sacrifice that's alive. We are living sacrifices, meaning that you have a choice. Because you're alive, you have choices to make. You're not dead. You're not inert. You're not a robot. He wants a sacrifice that's alive, meaning you're staying on the narrow road of your free will. Okay, That's a choice. You're alive to God. You're alive. He has deposited his Holy Spirit in your life. Jezebel comes along and, and, and wags the carrot before you, and you're going to say no by the power of the Holy Spirit. You have overcoming, blood-bought power to say no to the world, no to the flesh, no to the old man. No means no. Let your yes be yes, and your no, no. No, I'm not going to do that. There's power behind your no. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. There's an old man. There's a new man. I'm going to stick with the Lord. All right? Forgive me if this is animated and a bit more hot. It has to be. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the ladder, your ladder, your BC days, if anyone cleanses himself from the ladder, he will be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful for the master, prepared for every good work. All right? That's why the world hates you. Because God has been preparing you for every good work. 
but look what it says. If anyone cleanses himself from the latter, then you'll be a vessel for honor. In other words, if you're still running around with sexual immorality, fornication, sleeping together, drunk, inebriated, plastered with, with pharmacia, come now. Does that look like cleansing yourself? Please, we've been into some bad fruit. We all have. We've all been lied to, the whole lot of us. Those who are on the narrow road, any, ma any pastor can go up there and tell you, oh yeah, you can just do whatever you want. That, that is not the narrow road that the Bible talks about. But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor, some for dishonor. What kind of vessel are you going to be? Look at that. It says some for dishonor. Is that, we, is that what you're longing for? And I get it. Some of you have been lied to. I understand that. Okay, but we are running out of time. I can't. There's a reason why I'm repeating myself on this message. It is that important. And it's not just the smoking. It's the immorality. It's the idolatry. It's the slandering. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to see it. Not in his bride. The world will always be the world. I'm talking to wise virgins. Okay, honor is not fitting for a fool. Fools will hate. It literally tells us about fools that it is an abomination to a fool to depart from evil. All right, some of you are fools. That's just what the Bible says. You're going to know them by their fruit. A fool will say. I cannot turn from wickedness. How dare you tell me to do that? Now you're going to hell. Good is evil. Evil is really good. Light is really darkness. Darkness is really light. That's a fool. It says that honor is not fitting for those people. It's just the truth. All right. Whoever keeps the fig tree will eat its fruit. So he who waits on his master will be honored. Are you keeping the word of God? This is the fig tree generation. Come on, friends. Help us, Holy Spirit, please. He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life. Are you following para kalatheo? The Greek word, follow me, para? He who follows, follows, follow the Lord, please. Follow him. That's what, you, that's what you're born again for. Those who are born again are going to follow the Lord. They're hungry. You don't have to tell them to eat. They're going to eat. Trust me. They're not going to. Get, they're not going to let anything come between them and the Lord. All right. Honor the Lord with your possessions. That's your body. That's your physical temple. All right. Honor Him. It matters. I know our generation is hell bent on rebellion right now. Including most who say they're Christians in name only. That's just what they're doing right now. Not. Don't let it be you. Come out of this wicked, perverse generation. Be the called out ones. Well, that means I might be alone. Then be alone. That means I might be hated. Then be hated. That might cost me. Then let it cost you. Because there's people out there honoring the Lord, and sometimes it's costing them their lives. It's not easy. Riches and honor are with the Lord, but you're going to have to endure this life. That means being hated by your family members, hated by your spouse, misunderstood, rejected, reviled. Okay, It's the real thing. Honor the Lord, please. All right? I've shared with you um, what I've been told to share, and I pray that is confirmation for you. We are praying Maranatha. All right? That has come today, Lord Jesus. We're going to show that good fidelity. Father, animate them by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, charge their minds with fire. Lord, fidelity and honor and allegiance unto the Lord Jesus Christ, the Ancient of Days. Be with them, Father, in word, deed, and in thoughts, that the words of their mouths and the meditations of their heart would be acceptable before you, Lord. Acceptable, good, 
perfect, acceptable, that they would walk before you in honor, Lord, as a vessel of honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Be well, guys. I'll see you in the next teaching. Keep praying. We are praying Maranatha. We're going to go right into Monday. All right? Go in hard for a time such as this. All right? Because it's, it's really happening. The world's really falling apart. And we don't know how long we're going to have to do this thing together. Now's the, a great opportunity to fast and pray together.